0: Blog Talk radio. Welcome to the Best People We Know Radio Show. This is where you'll meet experts and celebrities
1: who share their success secrets with you to help you be your most successful best, too. Your host, Deb Scott, is a certified professional coach at Discover the Amazing You Coaching and author of the award-winning motivational book, The Sky is Green and the Grass is Blue, Turning Your Upside-Down World Right Side Up. The Best People We Know radio show brings you powerful resources, effective ideas, and transformational tools you can use to educate, inspire, and motivate you to be your most purposeful, peaceful, happy best. So get ready to experience mind vitamins to feed your whole soul. Good change is about to happen. The Best People We Know radio show. Here's your host, Deb Scott. Good morning. Best people, I know that is definitely you. I'm telling you, our hashtag on Twitter, hashtag best people, is really really getting some momentum. So um, if you're in the Best People We Know Club, you are somebody that we want to follow. You have integrity. You care about others. You know, you walk your talk. So it's really great to see so many people in this community. And, boy, do we help each other or what? And today our guest is going to help us with some really unique gift she's going to share with her talents on um, healing and um, modern-day mystic that she is, so we are really excited to have Maddo with us today. And uh, she's been endorsed, her book's been endorsed by people such as, you might have heard of him, Deepak Chopra, maybe you've heard of him. (laughs) So we're really excited to have her share her shine with us. I want to just also, before I bring her on and and read her beautiful bio to you, remind you that, wow, the Shorty Awards, uh, hundreds of you out there voting, thank you so much. There's still time they extended the voting for our podcast and Best Podcaster I mean, we've got the Emmys, we've got the Oscars, and the Shorty Awards are about being the best in social media. So it's really an honor that we're number three right now for the best podcaster with the best people we know show. But you can move that up to number one by taking 20 seconds out of your life to just visit the Shorty Awards and vote for at Deb, that's my Twitter handle, in podcaster. And you put in because... You know why? Hopefully because it makes your life better with guests like like our guest today. And, um, and just tweet it. And that's it. It's pretty simple. So thank you, thank you, thank you, and I hope you'll take a moment to do that, um, to keep us going and growing. Well, it, it, many of you know about Mata. I'm pronouncing this properly. She's been on the cover of uh, many spiritual magazines, and she is considered a modern-day mystic, and she's internationally acclaimed for her healing. She's also a best selling, multi best selling. I believe her book, In the Search of the Miraculous Healing into Consciousness, has actually won seven different um, awards for excellence. So, you know, this is definite. When you win seven awards, there's something in the book. Um, she's also founder of the Lightspeed Dalian Method, which is trademarked for health and consciousness. Well, what sets Mata apart? from other spiritual teachers, is that she's also gifted hands, a gifted hands-on healer, healer. And what she does is um, she's not concerned with fixing symptoms of the ailments, but rather with helping people eliminate the deeply rooted causes of pain and suffering. She's a no-nonsense, to the point, and completely and utterly practical healer. Now, if you're ready to transform your life, You came to the right place because she's going to share with us many of her uh, self-help, inner transformation, and personal development skills and the roadmap to spiritual awakening and enlightenment. Now, she has, I guess, bursting is a good word to use here, (laughs) with specific exercises and techniques to help heal mental and emotional blockages. Who doesn't need that? It is refreshing, practical, and down-to-earth. So um, Mata will help you gain a more accepting, compassionate, and proactive approach on your journey of healing and transformation. And I just wanted to um, share this quick quote about her great book from Deepak Chopra. I enjoyed reading Mada's book, In Search of the Miraculous, Healing into Consciousness. It has the ring of authenticity and offers a simple and elegant map of the path of enlightenment for more about matter you can go to healing into dot com and it is a pleasure and privilege to welcome
0: matter with us today good morning
1: how are you
0: good morning Deb I'm very wonderful and how are you
1: <laughs> very very good we've done we we're talking earlier digging out still kind of digging out of the storm a little bit over here in the boston area but um it's it's definitely looking better than it was a few days ago but um you're you're in an earlier time zone so thank you so much for joining us cuz I, I know it's a little earlier out there than it is here um mm-hmm. i so, it, it. I. I don't know what it's like to have this type of a gift, a God-given gift, but I'm certainly excited uh, to be the recipient of it, <laughs> along with a lot of other people listening today. Um, I. I wanted to ask you to begin with uh, suppressed thoughts. That's something that you know. It's almost like you don't know what you don't know, and all of us have some sort of a thought or feeling that you know, on a conscious level, we don't really understand. Share with listeners how those suppressed thoughts and emotions affect our ability to have the health and happiness that we all want.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, well, first of all, you mentioned about gifts. And what I'd like to say is everybody has a gift. And those gifts are hidden because of all those repressed thoughts and emotions and beliefs and conditioning that are covering up the the awareness The consciousness of that gift of the potential that each person brings and it's those thoughts and emotions are like like clouds that cover up the sun that is always there so we don't need to create the sun everybody has the sun within themselves everybody has the consciousness within themselves because nobody's separate from the universe nobody's separate from creation we're all part of creation and we all bring our individual unique gifts because our journeys are different. We all travel through different paths. We have different experiences. We have different likes dislikes and uh, different things that get excited us and different things that that um, we carry as a potential just like different flowers have within the seed have the potential of the flower. And it takes time for the flower to, the seed to to germinate and to start uh, growing. And before the flower can open and release its fragrance, there's a lot of nurturing. There is a lot of, um, you know, warmth and care that needs to go into the seed. And once the seed opens into a flower, there's different flowers in the world. We cannot have, if we had just one type of flower... Can you imagine how boring the world would be?
1: Oh, I so, love you know. I love your analogies. I'm telling you, I, if listeners are like me, I'm just seeing wow, all the potential, all the different colors. I mean, I just really, I, I love the imagery that you're projecting because it gives me the idea that wow, you know, we have more gifts than we're even aware of.
0: Absolutely, and each each person has a unique flower hidden within themselves.
1: So that's so, what you. So you're so you're here to tell us that um you can help us un unwrap the gift of ourselves out into the world.
0: That's basically what uh, my method does. And uh, I have to also say that to to come to blossom and to flower, we, what we need to learn along the path is how to take responsibility for our own gifts because it's, it's, it's our own gifts, it's our own uh, contribution to life, to the planet, to the universe. And what prevents us is the lack or not understanding that it, it, we are alone responsible for it. In other words, nobody can know better than we do. Mm-hmm. Nobody can live those gifts for us. So what we need to do, um in a nutshell as a spiritual growth a part of our spiritual growth and transformation we need to start peeling away those layers that prevent us from seeing that i am responsible i have the gift and i have the power and nobody can tell me what i must do or not do because only i know it's my life and only i can live it
1: you know, that really, I in listening to you, and I think this is probably why you're so successful, um, it really, as I listen, I feel I have so many choices. I have so much power to really make those choices. And, you know, that always, if we're going to use the seed analogy, seems to me that it grows hope. And when we're in a place of hope, wow, that makes anything possible. So, you know, I, I always think of um, you know, when we want a good answer, we forget that we better ask a good question first. And it seems to me that you're um, at, you're helping us ask new questions that elevates us to get new answers. And and that's always the undiscovered territory, which can really be exciting, you know, and an adventure when you have a great tour guide such as yourself
0: well that that's true. We need to ask the right questions, and we need to focus our attention in the right direction, because if we don't, obviously, how can we find something that is in a different direction? so So the first thing that we must do is look look inside and see what is it that is preventing me, What are my insecurities? What are my fears? What, what are the thoughts that keep going in my mind that, that create anxiety, that create uh, inner unrest? And that's the direction I need to look so that I can see what these are, so I can understand why do I feel the way I feel? Why do I feel insecure? Why do I feel why do I have this self-sabotaging thought, for example, that I can't do something? Or why, why do I feel the fear? And until we understand that the fear is actually an illusion, it's the fear, the fear is created by the ego mind that does not want to let go of attachments that has certain goals in mind. Because there's a mm-hmm. difference between the being and the ego. Mm-hmm. and there's a difference between consciousness and the ego. And the ego is something that we absolutely need, and this is what I write in the book that you mentioned, of in Search of the Miraculous, that first of all, we need to heal our wounded ego into a healthy ego before we can transform it. And many times people try to transform it based on the, the wounded Um, And it's not possible. It's like trying to make the fruit on the tree ripen before it's time to ripen it. So you need to wait. You need to wait till the fruit ripens before it could fall. The same thing is with the ego. Ego needs to develop. And we need the ego. It's not a bad thing. Every single person needs the ego because it helps us to create a, a boundary around ourselves. And with that boundary, then we can learn what is beneficial, what is not beneficial for our own growth. Mm -hmm. We can Mm -hmm. learn to say no when we need to say no. And that's that's the nurturing that we need to create around our energy, around our seed, so that we can grow in consciousness we can We can mature, and once we' mature, the eco is not needed anymore It's like once once the seed is protecting the what what's in the seed, the shell is protecting the seed, and once the seed starts coming out, the shell is no longer needed, so obviously the shell gets discarded. Mm-hmm. And the same thing uh-huh. with our ego. So we need to understand the process to make it easier because once we understand it, then it does not become a hard um, intellectual work that we think we must do. It's a simple understanding. With understanding, then we can relax. And we mm-hmm. say, okay, I'm going to start accepting my ego. I'm going to start accepting myself as I am because if I don't accept it and I deny part of myself that is right now, my ego is part of my life, if I deny it, how can I start accepting the truth that is within me, the being that is within me, and the potential that's hidden hidden within me?
1: Mm. You know, and it's so important, I think, for us to remember, um, you know, you've said so much. It's it's like you've said so much there. Uh, Thank goodness we have you on replay for iTunes to download later because... You know sometimes we get focused on you know what we want the result to be. We want to feel better, we want to be happier, we want to be free of the attachments, but we don't want to take the time to say, "Okay, what am I attached to, and how do I know I'm attached to something i mean it's it's like um you don't really you don't know something until it's gone if if you're having a hard time giving up um x y or z it's it's like you think you're not attached to money and then you and then you lose a million bucks and you realize wow i guess i was pretty attached to that because it hurts you know if you if you've got something that you give away that doesn't matter to you um it's like oh yeah you can take that old raggy whatever that doesn't matter to me well it doesn't hurt because you're not attached to it so being attached to something in an unhealthy way, is a cause and source of a lot of pain. And what you're saying to us, as I understand it, is if we don't take time to discover that, um, we're never going to be able to to understand how to be free from it. You know, but, and, and I is that true?
0: Well, uh, well, absolutely. We need to understand that the ego is not who we truly are. Yeah. We need to understand the mind is not who we truly are because our being is eternal, but the mind comes and goes. The body comes and goes. Those things are temporary. Yeah, and, and
1: I'm feeling temporary. very temporary. Every year I get older, Mata. I'm like, this body is definitely temporary. It's like, okay, everything's changing. You know, nothing stays. Nothing stays the same. Um, mm-hmm. And. You, you know, this, this idea of temporary, I just wanted to move into a little bit for listeners about your Dalian method and also you your ability, because I think listeners will find this very fascinating, that you do have an ability to read um, forms, I guess, those suppressed um, energies in person's, uh, in person's body. Do you want to speak to that?
0: I'd love to. Um, it's a gift that I had as a child and i was able to read what people were thinking and feeling and um, obviously they were saying one thing and they were thinking something else and and we know that we all do that right it's it's a social uh, almost like a social illness that uh we think something but we repress and then we say something else and as a result we become so so artificial so and, and early on in childhood I noticed that this is something really bizarre that, that I felt it's something not right here because why are people not fully or truly expressing what they truly feel, What what's in their mind, what's in their heart, and instead they react to things. So that ability to read the thought forms in the energy um, obviously was very... Difficult for me to know what to do with it at that time, and I didn't have any support. I didn't have anyone who understood um, a a small child with a gift. So then I repressed it, and um, I went through the normal, quote-unquote, education system and the normal life as we all go through. And uh, by the time I was 24, um, I just felt that something was definitely missing in my life. And I was not happy, I was not satisfied, even though by, by that time I've already been through two, um, uh, two education systems. I, I started to be a teacher as an educator, and then I was working on a degree to become an architect, and still something felt very unfulfilled. And the question kept bugging me, who am I, what am I doing here? What is my purpose here? And this is a question that I asked myself early on when I was five years old when I saw my grandfather die because I realized that my life is temporary here and I wanted to know who I am. So, so I was lucky enough at, at age 24 to be introduced to, to the works of um, uh, Gurdjieff through Peter Ustensky's book. In Search of the Miraculous. And then I was lucky enough to be introduced to the Indian mystic Osho. And when I started reading the works and started doing the meditations that he devised, my life started changing. I started feeling that inner um, contentment start to come in. And I started discovering that there is something deeper within me. There is the being that is beyond the mind. And with that, I basically left the, the education behind. I left the career behind, and I just focused on finding myself, and I focused on meditation. And my my efforts were so um, single pointed, so arrow like, that I put hundred percent of my energy into it. That I, by the time I was thirty three, I had a, a mystical experience, as we call it, or an experience of. Um, enlightenment, as some call it, where I realized that I'm not my ego, I'm not my body, I'm not my emotions, and my whole energy, my whole body, it turns into light. It just, the body disappeared, and I realized that this consciousness, which is the light, is the center of the whole universe, and it's the center within each person, within every single thing that exists, an animal, a tree, within everything within the center, has that consciousness. And mm. from that place, you know that there is no separation. So that's the place, the moment there is that awareness that there is no separation, and it's not a mental thing, it's 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 you fall into this full knowingness. I call it the inner knower. And with that, I realized that when I came uh, out of, you know, that experience, and my life shifted, my whole perception of life shifted, then it took some time for me to integrate that into daily life, because it's such a a big transformational experience that suddenly you feel like I'm on the planet, I don't belong, yet I belong. Into the whole, of, uh, I belong to the whole universe. In other words, I'm not separate from anything yep. in the universe, and the universe is my home. And not only that, that I realize that joy and creativity is part of how universe works. So everything within the universe is made of joy because the joy arises out of creativity. So mm-hmm. anyway, after integrating all that. Um, I obviously I'm still alive and I have to do something. So uh, the, the work that I went to do, because I wanted to help people. Now this was the time where I did what I needed to do for myself. I found it. And then there was this longing to pass this on and to help other people find the same thing I found
1: and i think that's what all great leaders i think if we look back on history it is those people in search of their own answers you know we always teach best what we want to learn the most and i i i really think that that's part of what creates Um, somebody to get out there and share with the world is their experience has been so powerful. Their story is so compelling, as you've shared, that you have to go out and share it and give it away. It's imperative. And I think it's a responsibility that we all have, you know, to each other, as you said, we're all connected. And I know that this um, came to uh, catalyze the Dalian method, and I know that that's helped thousands of people. Um, And I'm just looking at the time, so I want to make sure that we get this covered so that people can understand what this method is, why mm-hmm. it works so effectively, and how they might be able to use it in their own life with you.
0: Uh sure, we could go straight into it. So um basically what I wanted to 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 say is that based on that experience then I knew what to do with the gifts that I rediscovered later on. So it's it's um I came to rediscover That I had disability and it was put to sleep. And as I started working with people, um, and I I don't have any training in healing. I don't, I'm not, I don't consider myself a healer, though I do healing. And, um, I basically combined the, the gift with my awareness, with my consciousness of knowing the ultimate, the ultimate result to where we all go to the ultimate truth that we'll all uh, sooner or later will experience. And as I combined it, I started exploring. I started looking at why is it that people are stuck? Why is it that um, no matter what they do with their mind, they're still not able to break through? And what I realized is that all these thoughts and emotions are part of the unconscious. All the beliefs are part of the unconscious. Every single experience that people have, are, are in the body. So as I started working with the body and started reading the unconscious thoughts from people, I started exploring to how I can help the person release those thoughts and, and come to the place of consciousness very quickly. And that's how the, the method started being uh, developed. And sooner, um, it was very quick for me to realize that I need to work with the whole chakra system the, the seven main points in the body in order to permanently release and erase the, the, the causal belief that's causing the pain, that's causing the illness, that's causing, um, the, the inner unrest, mm-hmm. the, the insecurities, the, whatever. And how, an how do you
1: do that, Mata? I guess because I know we've only got like about another ten minutes on the show, and I really want listeners to get, you know, okay. And how does this how does this happen? Because, you know, I, I think that it's
0: it
1: it it's one of those things where. Um, if somebody's listening and they're saying, okay, I believe that this is happening for Mata. I understand that she has this gift and that she's done this for other people, but, you know, how does this translate for me into my life? And I want to make sure we make that bridge for listeners today.
0: Okay. Okay, so basically what what I do is um, I look into the left and the right side of the body, in the, the, that's the, the inner male and female energies, I see what the thought forms are there, and I help people to start verbalizing those thought forms out loud. This is what I discovered this was a This was a discovery I think that was was a tremendous discovery because the moment I got people to say out loud what I was hearing, then immediately the energy will start moving. So then I started using the breath so the most the method works with breathing verbal out loud expression and exhalation through specific points in the body that hold the energy, that, that hold the key for transformation. So that system goes back and forth through the body, through the verbal expression, loud verbal expression, and breathing, and declogs the whole body from those um, negative thoughts, negative beliefs, fears, and once they're declogged, once the clouds are removed, consciousness comes to the forefront. And then the method has it's a specific way how then once the consciousness comes into the forefront, it is grounded in the whole body, including the feet, so that it stays permanent, so that it permanently erases the old beliefs. Now what I'd like to mention is that I started working with this method, it was devised in nineteen ninety seven. And I've been working with it ever since, one-on-one with thousands of people, as you mentioned. And about three, four years ago, actually about the time when I finished writing the first book, In Search of the Miraculous, I felt the urgency and the need that this method needs to be, it's so powerful that it needs to be used by people as fast as possible. And the only way I could do this, even though many people were asking me, many practitioners that were coming and experiencing it, they were in such an awe that they wanted to be trained to learn how to do this with their clients. I felt I don't have enough time to train people one by one. Plus, I need to train people to become conscious themselves before they can work with somebody else's thought forms. So then... The 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 urgency was to create a self healing version of this method that people can use on their own.
1: Mm-hmm. And that yeah, sounds be... good. <laughs> sounds good to me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I I, I, we is. all have a little uh junk to dump in our from our heads, there's no doubt about it. Um and I love that visual of, you know, just unclog, dump the junk, get rid of it. Don't need it anymore. Um so so that's what the Dalian method does. It is is it allows everybody to get this without um, you know, having to go through I mean, you can't reach everybody in person, but the, you have the method and the system and the system is what works is is that is that correct?
0: That's that's right. And the the self-healing version. So the book and the 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 c d with the self healing version will be released sometime in September and October, so that people can take that and and do it on their own, and basically take the power back into their own hands, take the responsibility back for their own healing and transformation and not only that it it is the method is su- such that it's easy to do it's exciting and People who've tried it, because I've explored it with many people with the self-healing version before I put it out to the masses, is that it's so exciting that people want to do it. It's not like, oh, no, I don't have time for, you know, sitting and meditating. Well, this method also helps to bring in that deeper sense of meditation. So people who've never meditated have experiences of no mind very quickly, And have experiences of their inner stillness very quickly. So I'm very excited about it. So so are many people that have been waiting for this method. So I think once it's once it's there, there will be seminars that could teach one day seminars that could teach people how to do it on their own if they need uh, extra help. And I'm going to also be training uh, counselors and coaches who want to incorporate that. With their clients. So there'll be a two thing happening a training for practitioners and also for those who want to use it on their own, they can learn how to do it for themselves.
1: Um, so, and people can find out more about this at your website if you wanted to just
0: give that out one more time for listeners to have. It's madadalian.com, dot N.com. Okay, perfect.
1: You know, we started out um or you started out uh, by saying to to the listeners how unique each one of us is. But we do you know, I think we we're we're unique but we're similar. And I think the challenges are are what makes us similar in many ways. Why do you think it's difficult to understand why something comes up or why something doesn't come up perhaps? I mean, why why does that feel difficult to to most of us?
0: Well, because it's not part of our education system to teach children to look inside and find their answers and find and understand that all the answers are already within you mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. and so each person has to do it on their own after they've suffered enough after they've gone through a lot of pain and realize that my life is not really I'm not happy, it's not going the way I want. I, I feel I have something inside me that needs to be lived. I don't know how to take the risk to live it because all those conditionings from early on are not letting me. Mm-hmm. So just to give you an example, yesterday I, I, actually I saw someone, and he he's been an engineer for 30 years. He's, he's you know had a very successful career in engineering, and but he he. As the body goes older, he starts starts feeling pain here and there, numbness in his legs. He had and um, uh, tinnitus in his ears, and 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 he he had depression, so he was on medication. So when I when I looked into his energy, first of all, there was there was fear in the whole energy in the whole body, even though a successful you know successful in his career. So one would think, why would he have any fear? Well, there was fear in his whole energy and, and fear that started early on when he was a child. And because of the fear, he wasn't trusting himself and he wasn't really stepping into something that his being wants to do. And he was in between careers and he was, he was feeling that this is finished. Is there's something inside me that I need to do. I don't know what it is and I can't access it. But I know there's something. So when I worked with the fear, what came up was as a child, he was punished by his father with the belt and with hitting with and the part of his face that that he had ongoing trouble with, the pain in, in part of his face. That was connected with the fear of being punished and fear of being slapped. So once that was released out of his body. And I have to mention that this man had done a lot of things before he came to see me, including um, 10 biofeedback sessions and uh, many other alternative ways of healing. But till we go to that original cause, people would feel a little bit better, but then they go back into the old Mm -hmm. old, uh, thing because the bottom of the iceberg is where the... those imprints are, has not been addressed.
1: It's like the weed coming back up in my garden. Those blasted things, if I don't get those roots out of there, it's going to come back up.
0: Exactly, exactly. So anyways, once that was released from the whole body, and of course with, with fear, don't punish me, with dad, and his dad had passed on already, and obviously there's no... The connection, the heart wasn't opened because there's, the, you know, the energy just clumps up and, and in fear. So once he was able to release it, his consciousness came in and realized that, my God, everything happened. It was perfect the way it happened because by my dad being the way he was, he helped me now to find my power. And once he realized and he connected with his own power, And that's where the forgiveness came in, the love came in, and gratitude came in. And the realizing that, okay, you pushed me, you did whatever you did so that I can learn to stand up on my own feet. I find my own power. And once you realize that this is my life, I don't need to be afraid of anybody's opinion. I can take risks because it's it's mine to live. It's my gift to live. So therefore, now he is going to be able to start exploring those gifts, jumping to actually live them without any concern or any fear. And not only that, he's going to start trusting himself because it's hard for somebody to trust themselves and their gifts when there's those insecurities that are saying, well, I'm afraid of other people's opinions, I'm afraid of judgment and criticism, once those believe those thoughts are released and transformed and once the consciousness comes in it's my life i'm in charge and i'm taking responsibility then there's nothing that could stop that kind of a person to explore his gifts and to start living them and sharing and that's the only way we can benefit not just ourselves but also everyone around us and the world
1: you know, it it I love that example. I I always am inspired by real life examples uh, such as the one that you just shared because I think that listeners we can see ourselves in that and it really, you know, it's it's just so powerful to hear an example like that. And you know, as I was listening to you I'm thinking I know um it it's sometimes hard to consider that what we think is is bothering us or what we think is the pain it's like a pinched nerve you know in your neck you don't feel the 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 nerve is pinched in your neck but you don't feel the pain in your neck you feel the pain down your arm or somewhere else And it's that, you know, referral pain. And what you're saying is that, you know, we're not even aware of where the source is. You know, the the source for this particular man with his father, um, that on a conscious level, we're not aware of that. Just like we don't feel the pain of the pinched nerve source in our neck, we feel the pain down our arm. And all these things that he was feeling – you know when you got to that bottom of that iceberg wow then that that really is when that's removed and now he can live his best life share his gifts um that that there's it's a very deep topic that we can't you know it's it's almost impossible to cover it all but i think that you know you being here and sharing what you have at least gives listeners you know, hope and possibility, and this is something that they can connect with you personally if they wanted to work with you on this, where would you have them go for that again, uh, Mata? Because I'm sure that we have a lot of global listeners who are going to say, geez, I want to connect with her, I want to speak with her, I would love to do that, I don't want to wait for this other, um, you know, uh, in September is coming out, some of the new work that you'll have. So if somebody wanted to work with you right away, where should they go?
0: They could go to my website, and there I have um, the possibilities of people working with me one-on-one. And I do phone sessions as well because I can read those thought forms even over the phone. And uh, also, I have a retreat coming up at Joshua Tree in California, a seven-day retreat where we're going to be working with the self-help version of this method. And um, there is the eight-week online course uh, coming up as well in May where uh, I actually look into those repressed thought forms in each chakra and give people an um, assignment to work through the week. And we work through all the seven chakras, the whole body, declogging the body from those thought forms that are repressed in the body. And um, there's... Uh, also, I'll be in Australia, actually, in March, and I'll have um, a talk and a workshop there. So, if there's any Australian listeners here, I'll be in Barn Bay and Cairns in Australia. And uh, yeah. it's it's uh, it's an ongoing – there's many possibilities. So, a uh, calendar of events will have all the um, locations that I'll be offering, whatever I'm offering.
1: Wow, well, you know, this is re- you really are um it's really it's taking a hold and it's uh spreading like wildfire in a good way. And uh, we do. We have listeners in California who I'm, I'm sure would love to attend your, your event in California. Um, we have listeners in Australia, and I'm sure they'd love to attend your event in Australia. And all over the world, it's always great to be able to do the online events. Um, you know, that's one of the benefits of social media. This world is very small now, and I love how we are all connected. And I and, uh, can't thank you enough for connecting with us and all of our listeners today to share your shine, because... I don't know one person in the world who couldn't use a little healing, Mata.
0: Mm-hmm, absolutely, and I thank you, Deb, for for making this possible and providing the forum for it.
1: Well, thank you very much because you know um, we can't we we can't bring uh, great guests like you uh, to the show, and we're really excited to be able to do that. Each and every show is just such a gift. So, um, you know, it's just really been a blessing to have a lot of people supporting us in the Shorty Awards, too, which hopefully, you know, will give uh, positive podcasting a a good name because there's so many things out there in the podcast world, nothing against them, the comedian shows and all of that, but... You know, I think it's really great to give a little plug to to Positive Podcasting because uh, I think the world is interested. Look at all that you're traveling around the world. People are interested in this sort of uh, information, and we've had a busy little chat room, and Triangle uh, Variety Radio has been in there. Patrick, he's a great host, and Miss Pretty and, and some other regular listeners. So I want to thank everybody. Um, for joining us for this special show. And the way that you can help keep us going and growing is to share this information that Mata has provided with a friend. You can share it on Twitter. You can post it to Facebook. You can um, put, post the link on LinkedIn, Google+. Plus. You know, there's all sorts of ways to help keep this um, venue for you open. And it doesn't cost uh, any money, uh, and virtually no time because it doesn't take more than 20 seconds or so to just send a sweet tweet out there in the world. And that's how we all help each other. So, well, continued blessings and success, Mata, and um, I'm sure you'll keep us posted when all of the um, the new work comes out in September. But for now, I think it's, it's really good for people to go to that calendar of events and you keep that regularly updated.
0: Mm-hmm, yes
1: okay what yes. one, one one last time before give the give that website out oh, one more time to people
0: um, madadalian.com madadalia dot com m a d a d a l i a n dot com perfect well um I
1: I don't have my outro to play because I had a little technical difficulty here in the end, so you won't hear the music on the way out, but I hope that you feel the music in your heart that Mata has helped you sing. So in the famous words of Oscar Wilde, I always try to close with his quote because I love it. It's in our theme today, too. Uh, Be yourself because everybody else is already taken. So go out. Make it a great day. Thank you for being part of the Best People We Know family. If you're new or you're already here, thank you. We appreciate you. Can't have a show without you, so go out. Make it a great day. And connect with Mata today. God bless.